Hey everybody, I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. Quick reminder, you can find us all over the place. We would love to see you in our Facebook group, Long Story Shorties. You can find a ton from us on our website, meganandwendy.com. Especially right now, it is flying with holiday content. And you can find us on Instagram at meganandwendyLSS. And shoot us an email. We are at meganandwendy at gmail.com. We love your emails. We read every single one of them. Yeah. We sure do. Wendy. What's up, girl? Ha- happy election day. <sighs> Does it feel like you, I don't know if this is true for you, are operating at a much higher baseline of anxiety than normal? Um. Yes. But I'm I'm managing that. Like I said in a previous episode, I have deleted all social media accounts off of my phone. So I can't see like, you know, the toxicity and the arguing between people. So that's been bliss, actually. Well, I'm really proud of you because I, um, A, haven't done that. And B, life has been... <laughs> so stressful lately that seriously um I'm a person I have anxiety I'm very open about that and I always kind of operate with like a low hum of anxiety running in the background like ready to jump into action at the slightest (laughs) provocation but lately that baseline is like way up high and so there's still the peaks but the valleys don't go down as low and so I feel like it takes a lot less to spike my anxiety um, because I'm already kind of like running hot. Okay, question. Do you feel like you can function at that level of anxiety? Not well. <laughs> like what is, I want to get in bed and pull up the covers over my head. Yeah. That's how I feel when my, you know, anxiety levels are super high. Or I uh, like basically walk in circles around my house, which is, I wouldn't recommend. Um, yes. And I so stopped eating. So how do you function? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you stopped eating? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, When that's really the only time I stop eating. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not a person. Like, I don't lose my appetite when I'm sad. I don't lose my appetite. You know, that. but the, when my anxiety is at a peak, I stop eating. And truly, for the last two weeks, the number of days I've eaten once is... In the double digits. Man, um, that I makes know. me so worried for you. Well, today, I have to say today, um, we're recording this on Monday. The day this will come out is election day. Life has been wild. We'll get into some of that in a minute. <laughs> I made sat down and made myself a real breakfast, like with eggs. Oh, <laughs> like, look at that. Because I, but I honestly had to force myself to do it. But yeah, I don't. I think I ate once yesterday. So this is me telling you that if you haven't eaten, please do. And look, like uh, our houses are, your house might be full of Halloween candy, and I'm not knocking that choice. But peanut butter toast, scramble an egg, find a cheese stick, you know, get some protein into your body. Um, You will thank yourself later. Pour yourself a glass of water. Reese's peanut butter cups have protein. (laughs) No. Look, believe me, I'm not saying that there's not going to be any Halloween candy consumption. I'm just saying let's not make that um, 
take a minute <laughs> and eat something else. I think you'll thank yourself. Okay, mom. <laughs> So let's just talk about the hits that keep on coming in your life. Oh, my gosh. So life here has been wild. Truly the highest sustained level of stress I have ever experienced. And it is like one thing after another. And you are local to Southern California. Uh, You may have seen that we had some big wildfires in Orange County last week. And I always wonder if that just kind of becomes noise in the background because California is always on fire. So if you're not living in it, you know, I think there was, it was trending on Twitter. I think there was some nationwide coverage. But I think if you're not here, you think, oh, well, again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing we feel like when there's snow on the East Coast. We're like, oh. Whatever, whatever they call that, snowmageddon or whatever. We're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. like a blizzard. So I am not new to wildfires. Before we lived where we live now, the house my husband and I lived in for our first six years, we had three major wildfires in those six years. And that was certainly on the list of reasons why we left that area, because that's not fun. And where we live now, I truly would not have expected us to be affected no other than by of course the smoke the ash all of that okay so let's set it up so last week Megan and I are texting each other and she's like well Orange County is on fire and I was like what are you talking about I hadn't I hadn't even heard anything and I feel like such an asshole because I was like you're so you're in a densely populated city there's no way this fire is gonna get to you and then next thing I know she's like we're being evacuated so I'm sorry that I'm such a jerk that I was trying to downplay it for you. Well, but- I felt the same way because it's funny because to set it up, the weekend prior, this happened on a Monday morning and the weekend prior to this was truly, I hate to be cagey. It was honestly one of the worst weekends of my life stress wise and everything yeah. turned out okay, but it was a rough weekend. And Monday morning when he was like, are you feeling better? I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to like, you know, ease back in. And then that's where that. Orange County's on fire comment. Like, of course, we wake up to Santa Ana winds and mm-hmm. a fire and I can smell the smoke. And when these things happen, you know, Facebook starts, everyone starts posting, where is it? Where is it? And then my husband calls and he says, you know, there's a fire nearby. How close is it to us? And I said, oh, I think it's fine. <laughs> and then they announced the evacuations. And the first round of evacuations ended at the far end of my neighborhood. And I thought, <laughs> well, that's. That's real close, (laughs) but maybe it's going the other direction. And then I kind of like calmly, my kids are doing school and I go up to their rooms and I said, hey, like send your teacher a message in the chat and let her know you need to take a quick break. Our house is on fire. We have to (laughs) leave our class. So I said, just at that time, I was just thinking like pack a bag so we have it. So I said, hey, just pack one night's worth of things, and then go back to class. Well, they never went back to class because things escalated so quickly that Mm -hmm. uh, the air inside our house got smoky, even with all the windows closed. And I started kind of loading things into the car. And as I was taking things out, the wind was whipping, and it's blowing ash into your eye. And it's very dramatic. And all the neighbors are outside packing their cars. And one of the things that kind of ramped it up for me is that my phone kept ringing and it was my mom and then it was my dad and then it was you know my aunt saying we were welcome to come there and believe me I'm not complaining it was lovely everybody was you know checking in on us and making sure we had a plan but when that starts happening you kind of start realizing like okay this is not just in my head yeah 
And it took a couple hours for the mandatory evacuation from my neighborhood to come through. But when it did, man, I mean, the sheriff was driving through our neighborhood on their loudspeaker telling people to evacuate. And the traffic to get out was pretty heavy. And could Um, you even see or was the smoke so dense? Like, how how was that? You could see it was very smoky, but you could see. um, And everyone was calm. I mean, it was traffic-y, but it was... Once we were in the car, I felt fine. See, I need to know, like, what did you grab? Because I don't know what I would put together to grab. You know, what would I take with me? Here's a tip. If you live in a place that might ever, well, that's not true. If you live somewhere (laughs) right now, do yourself a favor, walk through your house and take a video of your house. Because if you are ever to lose your home in a fire, (laughs) I think... Do you have receipts of everything you own, of your couch, of your... No. This is the easiest way to kind of look back and say, like, hey, these are the things that were in our home before we lost it. And I realize that's very dramatic. But before we left, I took a very quick cell phone video of every room in our house. And then I'm just going to save it. It's terrible quality because all the windows are closed and the drapes are shut tight. But... I will go back to what we took, but I would recommend doing that just so you have a record of what's in your house. I told the kids to pack one night's worth of clothes, and then I just started grabbing. <laughs> you would not believe the ridiculous things I bought because then, you know, my husband's on the phone. He's like, well, everything's replaceable, but maybe we should bring more clothes. And I'm like, clothes are replaceable. <laughs> we can get more clothes. He is very attached to his DVD collection. We are the kind of people that have giant DVD books. The kids got that because he's always joked, if there's ever a fire, get the DVDs. And my son had all of his devices, including his Nintendo Switch. I'm like, you don't need. He's like, I'm not losing my device. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) You know, I didn't really take, I took all of our, I took my, you know, we took all the computers did you grab the desktop computer out I of your did, office? I did not. Although I don't think he keeps that. I think he has a separate drive where he stores everything. Did but you no, grab photo albums or birth certificates? Anything like that? No. Wow. <laughs> See, I feel like that's the stuff that I would grab first because it's irreplaceable. But uh e. Yeah. Well, all of our photos are digital, digital and uploaded. I feel, I mean... Because for me, the problem with photo albums, it would have been, where do you stop? We have so yeah. many yeah. that I would, you know, everything we have from the kids is digital. So that's replaceable. I don't know. I You start bringing weird things, though. Like, I started throwing food in the car, even though we did take out <laughs> the entire time we were gone. I just, you, your brain kind of short circuits and you yeah. forget what you need a little bit. So I would not say that I'm the model of what to bring. <laughs> But I was just throwing things in the car. The car was so full. And when I opened my trunk, when my husband got to the house later that day, and that was a whole other thing, but I (laughs) opened the car. He's like, what did you bring? I was like, I don't know. I just, I got the kids and the dog out. That's the number one responsibility. Were Um, your kids freaking out or were they calm? uh, A little bit of both. At one point, my son was like, we need to go look outside. But it was just, I mean, it is scary looking when the sky is orange and the smoke is, you know, howling in front of your house. And when we got in the car, my daughter goes, is the fire by grandma and grandpa's house? And I said, no. And she said, is it by Johnny's house? Which is what she calls my mother-in-law. And I said, no. 
And a few minutes later, she asked about like her aunts and uncles. I said, no, it's, it's really just by us. And so she was like, okay. So she <laughs> was very sweetly worried about everybody else. Aww. I Yeah, how long were you out of the house We for? were only gone 24 hours. It felt a lot longer. But the next morning, the kids were like, I'm ready to go home. And I was like, yeah, me too. But <laughs> we waited for them to lift the evacuation orders because we wanted to make sure we could actually get back in. And I think we could have. But as soon as they lifted them, I mean, we hopped in the car and came home. Someone posted on social media afterwards. They thought the police and the fire department had overreacted because they evacuated <gasps> everybody and there wasn't a problem. And I was like, that's how this works like what he goes people aren't gonna leave next time and i thought well you can stay next time but right they always evacuate you know they don't wait until your home is in imminent danger to evacuate you know the winds can change we're dealing with wind and fire i was talking to a friend of mine and she was like quite frankly i would not have been surprised if all these homes that we think are safe had just gone up in flames based on you know the way things have been going so right you know, they have to get people out and they don't want people clogging the roads if the winds change. And now the firefighters are trying to get through to a different area. And Yes, of course, there's like a method and protocol to this. Like people are so lame. Like if they're inconvenienced for even an hour, it's like now they have to complain about it on Facebook. Like, Jesus I know. And fortunately, everyone was like, well, I actually think they did a great job of keeping everybody informed. And I have no complaints. I'm not going to, you know, of course, being evacuated is inconvenient, but that's kind of low on the list of what it is. I mean, we weren't on the front lines putting out fire. And so I think. Yes, uh, two firefighters are in critical condition. They got very badly burned, burned. I believe. Yes. yes. So, so sad. Um, puts a lot of things into perspective, and we're home, and, you know, it was a, a wild week. I'm just sorry. Week. I felt like such a jerk. Like, oh, don't worry I about it. I did not read it that way. That's not how it came uh, through. One thing after another. And it's so funny. I was telling Wendy we came home, and we had a major plumbing leak, and then we had an emergency dog vet visit that week. So... What's today? Monday? Yeah, I'm ready for this week to be boring. Except. <laughs> but I don't except, think it's going to be. Except. <laughs> yeah, it's the election. So um, I'm not going to get my way. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just hunker down, dude. Really? Wow. Wow. So you guys were back in then by Halloween. How did that go for you? Halloween was fine. You know Halloween's not my holiday, but I like seeing my kids dressed up and I like decorating for Halloween. We had a really mellow Halloween. We typically have a big, huge block party. Obviously, we did not do that. But one of my neighbors had said, hey, we usually have the taco guy for Halloween. We're going to DoorDash tacos just the night of. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> like, kind of made it feel a little bit normal. But my husband and daughter dressed up and kind of scoped the neighborhood. And there were, I don't know, nearby six or seven houses that had like a driveway setup situation. Right. So she actually came back with a ton of candy just from those few houses. Oh but she God. came back and she goes, Mommy, it kind of broke my spirit. I I don't blame her. I felt the same way. You know, sometimes it just feels normal. And then sometimes they have days where they're like, oh, this isn't this isn't normal and right. it's a bummer. And right. we put out a bowl and I went out at 1030 to turn off the lights and it wasn't even half empty. So I don't think... Okay, Many so that's what by. we did. We put, um, we set up a table at the end of the driveway. I bought full size candy bars this year because I was like, why not? It's 2020. Mm -hmm. And I knew like we weren't going to get a lot of trick or treaters. Where our house is, we're at the end of the street on a cul de sac, and there's a 
ton of houses that don't do anything year after year. And I think like people look down the street and go, it's dark down there. I don't want to go. So I knew we weren't going to get a ton of people anyway. But with that said, I ended up buying too much candy. And um, my husband and I sat out there and like maybe we had like 10 trick-or-treaters total. And I just kind of was like, this is sad you know mm-hmm. I it's the first year that I didn't like actively walk with my daughter she's old enough now she went um with a friend and they went to a couple houses so it was the first time I've actually been home to give out candy and so I think I was disappointed at that that we didn't have many but whatever I left candy out and like you said at 10 30 I went out and there was like a bowl of full-size candy bars still sitting there so we didn't get hardly anyone I knew it would be lighter, but I was still surprised that that bowl was still (laughs) so full. So I kind of am glad it's over because transition, you know, for me, November 1st is like, boom, Christmas. Your time of year. (laughs) I'm like ready to go. And I know that there's going to be a lot of that feeling over the next two months. But I also feel for me personally that a lot of the things that we do for the holidays, someone in a Facebook group several weeks ago had said like what are you looking forward to because I'm having a really hard time thinking that way and I kind of like word vomited all these things that I'm looking forward to about the holidays because there really are a lot as many losses as there will be and so I there's like Christmas pajamas um I just updated got new ones for the kids yesterday so I am excited I'm (laughs) looking forward. I'm happy about the holidays being here. I'm throwing myself in 110%. Well, you know me, I um, struggle with the holidays, but I have taken on this like kind of a Grinch persona in recent years. I'm trying to turn that around a little bit this year. (laughs) Well, and the funny thing is, so like a week ago, I get a text from Wendy at night and I didn't see it until the morning. And she said, hey, Remind me to tell you about my Girls Gone Christmas idea in the morning. So I wake up. Now, if you know the two of us, Wendy's Grinch persona is kind of like set in stone, right? Like, I love Christmas and Wendy's like, (laughs) just fast forward to the next two months. Yep. So we have another Instagram called Girls Gone Disney. So that's where the name came from. But she was like, what if we review and recap a Hallmark Christmas movie every week as a bonus podcast episode. So you guys, that's happening this week. This week, not only are you getting a bonus episode, but you're getting two bonus episodes. Um, We will be recapping one movie a week, obviously with this week being the exception. So Hallmark has several calendars. They have their regular channel and then they have their movies and mysteries channel. We're choosing one movie per week from their regular releases and we'll be recapping those here um tomorrow's episode is the very first episode of the hallmark movie releases which is jingle bell bride and get excited (laughs) now tell me were you excited to get that text from me i was shocked really right um but yes i was excited because it hadn't occurred to me and I love nothing more than talking about Christmas and Hallmark movies, and I cannot wait. So listeners, you don't have to subscribe to anything new. Um, These podcasts will be, or these episodes will be in your regular feed. All right. Why don't we take a quick break before we move on to our next segment? Okay. Okay. 
right, friends, this week we're talking about things that people don't really talk about, and we think we should. Yeah. And if she says people, we're talking about women, right? Women. I think we're talk talking about, about women. Yeah. And the first one is, why is it so hard to find a bra that fits? So hard. So hard. I have so many bras, and they're all terrible. I had two bras that I loved. One nude, one black, same bra. <laughs> loved them. I went online and I ordered what I thought were identical versions, same size of those bras. They're uh-huh. not. They're so uncomfortable. Oh. But I ordered like four of them because they were on sale and I was like, I'm just going to stock up. Why not? Yeah. You wear them every single day. Yeah. I mean, and then I typically. like, yeah, I, I wear a bra every day, all day. I sleep in a bra. I can't, I don't like the feeling of skin touching skin, so I always wear a bra. <laughs> but anyway, I wear them because I, the idea of going out and getting fitted for a bra uh, the exhausts worst. me. The <laughs> so, worst. I mean, especially during COVID time right now, you don't really want somebody up in your grill like that close. But I hate the process of fitting bras it's never right i mean i've been to specialty stores i've been to nordstrom where everybody says that's like the gold standard where you should get fitted no i haven't had a great experience there i've been to, i didn't either yeah like what the heck so and 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 i always get these like granny looking bras <laughs> like they'll come to the dressing room with these granny looking bras and i was like really like i want something cute that's gonna lift and separate and make me look 20 again and uh, it just doesn't exist does it exist that's what i need to know i was watching the orange county housewives this morning and i was noticing i i was thinking about this conversation i was noticing (laughs) how every i wonder if in those interviews they have like taped things up and adjusted them so I'm that sure. their boobs are just right. Because yeah. I'm thinking like, look, these women are all over 40, as am I. And granted, there may be some, you know, surgical help there for some of them. Right. I just wonder how many of us are wearing bras that are uncomfortable. Um, I have had the custom fitting. I feel like it's just one of those things that perhaps you need to throw a ton of money at and just order a bunch because I want to wear them in my house. Trying them on for 30 seconds in a in a dressing room is not going to give me the information that I need. Yeah. I feel like maybe the best solution is throw a ton of money at it, order like a ton of styles and brands and sizes because we all think we know we're, our size and we're probably wrong. Try them on at home. And then once you find a brand and a style that you like, go all in on that. Right. Like finding um, the perfect jeans. You're going to buy five pair of them, right? Right. And I don't know, you know, bras get expensive. Uh-huh. Um, so sometimes I feel like I don't, I don't want to spend $60 on a bra. I really don't want to spend $300 on having like five well-fitting bras, but why I'm willing to buy, you know, a closet full of targeted old navy sweaters. <laughs> Why am I not willing? I have to wear a bra every single day. I don't have to. If you don't want to wear a bra, more power to you. I personally am more comfortable. I would rather be uncomfortable in a bra than braless. Well, it's so funny because I follow this Instagram account where it's it is a specialty bra store and they always show like the before and afters. And I'm like, 
holy hell. I'm like, I should go there because I always look like the before, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, which has me convinced I am wearing something wrong. I am doing something wrong. Either I have like a poor fit or I, I don't know. I don't know. And where know. is this specialty bra store? Is it's, it local? It's in, it's in um, Long Beach. I don't know. Oh. I think I think maybe in the new year I'm going to have to pony up and go down to Long Beach and try it out. And that is the hard thing, right? I do think there's something to be said by being professionally fit. But again, when I think of like the essential errands that I need to run, standing in a dressing room with someone with a tape measure. Right doesn't make the list right now so I know but I always feel terrible like in my everyday maybe and that's probably me and my low self-esteem but I feel terrible in my everyday so why shouldn't I make this like bra fitting a priority because maybe I'll feel better every day going forward you know hey I like that attitude Uh, 2021 Um, if you have a bra I know like third love gets a lot of social media love because they put a lot into social media advertising and I've heard wildly varying stories um there's uh, Lively, I believe, is another brand that does a ton of social media ads. If you have a bra brand that you love, whether they're into the Instagram ad or not, drop us an email and let us know. Tag us on Instagram because I'm super curious what brand you're wearing and loving. All right. All right. <gasps> what's next? What's the What's one of the things that we don't talk about? Can you sneeze without peeing? 99% of the time. here's my thing i did not give a vaginal birth so i had a c-section so i don't believe i suffer from the weak muscles that control that yes Mm -hmm. that does not say i don't have a leaky bladder situation (laughs) (laughs) so i still have a pee problem it's just not a pee sneeze problem well, I did give birth vaginally, and both of my children were over nine pounds, oh, and wow. something I remind them often, <laughs> I typically don't pee when I sneeze. However, if I have to pee even a little bit and I sneeze, forget about it. <laughs> oh, so if, you're, if your bladder is kind of full, then you might have a problem. It's over. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. And can we, speaking of sneezing, talk about the absolute horror that is sneezing with a mask on? Oh, it's <laughs> I'm okay. I'm not so worried about like sneezing into my face. I'm more concerned that I get looks from people that think I have COVID. Oh, you know sure. What I mean? I'm like, oh, sure. no, 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 no. Just a regular. Nope, no. Nope. I have allergies, you know. Gross. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear today? Oh, my. A 10. <laughs> what size shoe did you wear 15 years ago? An eight and a half. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be a seven and a half, eight. Now I'm a nine, nine and a half. What is happening? I don't know. I mean, I know as you get older, your ears and your nose get bigger, but do your feet get bigger too? Well, apparently um, pregnancy can have something to do with it because there's a hormone that loosens the joints. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the idea is that like it loosens the joints in your pelvis for childbirth, but it can also loosen the joints in your feet. And interestingly enough, I don't know if it's the same hormone, but one hormone released during pregnancy can also um, cause your teeth to shift because things start to loosen up a little bit, which happens to me. Yes, I had perfect teeth until I never had braces until I had children. And now I need braces. 
Because your teeth shifted? Uh-huh. And when I went to the dentist, when I first started noticing it, I said, I had perfect teeth. And he said, do you have children? And I said, yes. He said, I guarantee you that's when it happened because your teeth. And that's why they tell people who've had braces to wear retainers forever because your teeth can shift in life. But um, apparently not only can uh, pregnancy cause you to need to wear a diaper for the rest of your life, but (laughs) (laughs) your shoes aren't going to fit and you're going to need braces. (laughs) Man, why did we get dealt this card? Jesus. I just wonder, are my feet going to get any bigger? Because, you know, size 10 options are not great. Are you ready for this one? I am. Nobody told me when I was a a young 20-something that at some point in my life, sweat maintenance would become a full-time job. (laughs) And not just during the summer, right? No, no. And I don't even remember sweating. Like, I don't think I started sweating until my mid-30s. Honestly, that's not true. Until I had children. And then it's more than just deodorant. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Go on. Well, we've talked before about my love of the gold bond spray for areas of your body where there are creases, particularly (laughs) Uh, backs of the knees, between the thighs, you know, your feet. I I would love to hear how many women have like a gold bond spray in in their bathroom or in their closet that they use, because this is definitely something people don't talk about. Well, growing up, and I don't know if she still does, my mother used a Jessica McClintock body powder with like okay. a big powder puff. A big puff, yeah. Yeah. And I I kind of would like to upgrade my uh, sweat absorbing experience. I mean, like the gold bond is effective, but it's not fancy. It's n- no. And so I have it as well because you turned me on to it mm-hmm. and I spray it inside my closet and then my closet becomes like, it looks like it's been fumigated because yes. I have a gold bond Cloud. floating in the air. Yes. And, um, but it does work. I just wish that like, yeah, I wish the experience was something, you know, more of a powder puff. Yeah. It was more luxurious. It felt more like a treat as opposed to maintenance. Right. So do you think your mom was using that to maintain her sweat situation? Well, I never asked. It never occurred to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's scented. So maybe that was just her, you know, yeah. the scent of choice. But also kind of makes sense, you know, when you think back that that's why she was using it. Sorry, mom just sold you out. Um, <laughs> that's fine. But... It does it does not surprise me that she would use like, you know, the fancy powder version as opposed yeah. to the aerosol gold bond spray. Right. So in addition to the gold bond spray, I also have it's called silky underwear and it's from Lush. It's like oh, a yes. dusting powder. I love it. It smells so good. And I have a tendency to, you know, use it where I need it mm-hmm. on a daily basis. <laughs> um I love it. I wouldn't use like a baby powder because that's has talc in it, right? Like I don't I think I, you can get talc free, like a cornstarch baby powder now. Uh-huh. And I sweat in the weirdest places. Like I I think I told you one time like my knees sweat. Not the back of my knees, the top of my knees sweat. Yeah, that's wild. I, I I don't know why. Um but you know, people's hands sweat and the crooks lower of backs. your elbows. Yeah, and, like yeah. it's not just like being hot and sweaty it's just like i'm just sweating in these places and maybe it's because i don't know i'm 
looser skin. I don't know. I don't know why. It's gotten worse as I've gotten older, for sure. Oh, for sure for me, too. And I'm sure it's an age thing and a perimenopause thing and a hormone thing. Last up. Oh, my gosh. So this isn't... This isn't so much like a thing nobody talks about, but it's a thing we don't that's mystifying. Okay. And that is the world of makeup and skincare. Sure. Because I love it. I love it. I don't know how we to do, do any of it. Yes. We're <laughs> we both love makeup. We've spent plenty of time on YouTube watching like the new releases, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. We get excited when we walk down the aisles and there's like a new display and yet Both makeup and skincare feel so overwhelming to me that it's like when you think about skincare, and we talked about our own personal skincare routines, and then people start talking about the acids they're using. And, you know, if you have a multi-step skincare routine, figuring out how to layer those things is exhausting. Yep. (laughs) There's got to be some sort of skincare concierge where someone will say, like, (gasps) you know, here's your budget. Here's your skincare needs. Here are products that you should use. Here's the order in which you should use them and how often on which products you shouldn't combine. If someone is good at that and maybe it exists, you could make a fortune. Right. It Um, probably does exist. (laughs) I'm sure. I feel like I have a better grasp on the makeup piece, although Mm -hmm. believe me, I do not consider myself an expert. We'll never in my life figure out eyeliner that's like a thing that's never going to be i can't do no okay so i love makeup i put it on every day Mm -hmm. mostly every day but you know it looks like i don't wear any at all (laughs) i'm not like super heavy-handed with it but like well you're not doing instagram makeup no by any means by Uh any means i'm just doing i'm doing enough to like even out the skin tone sure and put some mascara on make yourself feel good I'm not doing like a cut crease eyeshadow (laughs) or a winged eyeliner. Deep contour. Deep con Exactly. I'm not doing any of that because I don't know. I would look like a flippin' clown if I even tried to attempt to do that. So, um. Well, and honestly, I think, you know, the makeup that we see on social media, on YouTube and on Instagram, I think is overdone to an extent because it has to photograph well. It has to photograph like you're wearing makeup. And unless it's intense, it, you're not. it's not going to come through. So I'm the same way. I mean, I wear what I, I love makeup. I wear it every day. I wear what I consider to be, you know, kind of a very natural look look and I'll think I wish I could do that but I realize that it's not for me like the closest I'll get is a smoky eye that's like big day for me right like that's like holiday party makeup right for me like I love to see like women who have like a gorgeous makeup application because to me they look put together yes um, and then I just feel bad about myself so I'm sure it's just it's just the way marketing is you know, done towards women and um, to make us feel inadequate when it comes to makeup. So you need to buy more and more and this new one and whatever, right? I do think it's that, you know, for me, I wear makeup because I like it. I enjoy the process of putting it on. And I think being home for so long has actually helped because I see so few people that, (laughs) you know, and you wear a mask when you go out. It's funny because I was looking at lipstick in Target the other day and I was like, why am I? Why why bother? Nobody's ever going to see me in the next, like, I'm not going to have like a open bare mouth (laughs) around anybody in my family. So I thought, well, that's it. Which just kind of laughed at myself. But yeah, I um, have a drawer full of like lip glosses and 
stains. They haven't seen the light of day in the last seven months. You know, I wear I still wear lip maybe. gloss at home. Uh, inside the house? Uh-huh. It makes me feel good. <laughs> about a year ago, I became, I don't feel shamed. About a year ago, I became okay, a person good. who I don't feel, I turned into my mother and in that I don't feel complete without like a lip color on. And I went for like a full six months, like wearing lipstick every single day. Now that's absurd. Um, but I do, I do wear a gloss. Oh, okay. And I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Makes me feel put together. Like if I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh, she's ready on. for her day. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Megan and Wendy approved. <laughs> All right, Wendy, did you bring yeah. something? I do, and it's kind of not specific. Okay. <laughs> so this weekend, um, I was killing some time, and I went to Target, and, and the dollar spot was all full with stocking stuffers, basically. Oh, yes. And they had a lot of great, like, tech-related stocking stuffers so i picked up a package of pre-moistened tech wipes have you ever seen such a thing i have but never in the dollar spot and i would absolutely put those in a stocking i know it's so it's a cute little package ammonia free formula there's 20 sheets and then on the package it has like little icons of a phone an ipad glasses camera and a computer screen and i was like (sighs) This is the cutest little stocking stuffer. Because how we, much were they? Three dollars. I'm guessing oh, three dollars. I don't. Oh no, one dollar. <gasps> one dollar. Ooh, I'm putting those in everybody's stocking. Isn't that cute? And then uh, the other thing that I grabbed were they're called tech sets, and they're six decals. And what you do? I thought they were for your keyboard, but they're not. They are to um, wrap around your like. Um, the block, you know, the block, the phone oh, block thing. to label them. Yes, so um, it can. This these stickers can go around the block. They can go around your um, headphones or your connectors or whatever your chargers, your USB cables. Anyway, they're so cute. One of them is like an ice cream themed, so it's like has the cone and the sprinkles. They have a French fry one, a hamburger one, and then they just have like cute like floral and stripes and stuff like that. And those were a dollar each. And I love them. And they're stocking stuffers. Um, So they had other tech things too. Great. I can't remember honestly what any of them were right now, but these are the three little things that I picked up. Good stocking stuffers over there right now. So run to your Target. What I have, because it is the weather here got so dry so fast. Yeah. Um, and... You know, we, you know that I'm way into my dip nails. Uh, when I was losing it last week, I ripped them all off. Oh, no. Uh, and I haven't had time to sit down and redo them. Um, so what I did is I cut them short, I filed them, and then I've just been trying to take really good care of my hands in the meantime. Yeah. And one thing I've been using that I just bought is the Sally Hansen Cuticle Rehab Oil Balm. Ooh. And it looks like a big chapstick like a big lip balm Ooh! and so it's a solid oil and you just kind of massage it along your cuticles and then rub it in and I'm actually doing it as we speak and it's just it's kind of nice it moisturizes them I what does um, it smell like it has a very 
mild, sweet scent. I don't think you would notice it unless you got like you don't notice it when you're putting it on. If you like put it up to your nose, which of course I like, did, <laughs> then you yeah. can smell it. Um, the smell is familiar, but I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, other than it's kind of the way they sent plastic baby dolls. Oh, I I like that smell. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I I always describe this as plastic weirdo. baby scent, but I'm not sure that that reads for everybody. But that's what it smells like to me. And it's a solid. I like a cuticle oil too, but um, that's actually what I was looking for. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We love your ratings and reviews. Keep them coming, and don't forget to come back tomorrow and Thursday this week for special Girls Gone Christmas episodes. We'll see you then. Woo-hoo! Bye. Bye.